Here at Durham Community Action, we spoke to Karen Dodds from Dipton Jubilee Centre about how the advice and support they received from DCA has helped them to improve their centre for their local community during lockdown. Here is what Karen had to say. They've been a fabulous support all the way through. It was them that highlighted the fact that there was financial trouble at the centre to start with. For all I work in the village, I, I wasn't even aware there was a, a problem initially. They'd set up like an emergency meeting to try and get the village involved and obviously to spread the word that there was a problem. And that was my first involvement with them. Um, I didn't know anything about them at that point. But from there, we were able to establish like a new CIO and they gave us all the help and advice that we needed. And then from there, they've, they've just been an absolute rock to us, really guidance support we've done a bit of funding through them as well but everybody i ring to is just so supportive i, I can't I kind of thank them enough really how has that helped the center oh phenomenally because for a start as i say i wouldn't have known what was actually going on at the center i was originally contacted for a raffle prize that was how my involvement started so i went along to the original meeting obviously to give me support to give me a donation in turn to set up this new CIO. So there was 12 of us from all different backgrounds, teachers, social workers, pharmacists, and it just it really spiralled from there. It's just phenomenal, really. It is really phenomenal the way it's worked out. But it, as much as it's the involvement that we've had as a trustee board, it's the community really that saved it. And I think that's where the Jubilee Centre is different to any of it. The community as a whole have really stepped in and saved the centre through the hard work and the effort. And because we've lost so much of late, doctors, chip shops, cafes, loads, you know, like even my local church is closed. So they really just didn't want to see the village lose something else, you know, and, and everybody's been just so passionate about it. The problem was it wasn't so much the death the centre was in, but it was the work that it needed as well. It was stuck in the 1960s. It was painted breeze blocks. The roof was all damaged and, and generally needed replaced. And so there was a massive amount of water ingress. We were really, really lucky where our local councillor sort of set the ball rolling where we were able to get, you know, once the debt was cleared, we were able to get a new roof. From there, we applied to Banks Group for some internal work to start. So it was the ceiling for the main hall and new lights because there was hardly any ceiling left. And that sort of put that right. And then from there, I applied to the lottery because we'd sat and made a list of to-do jobs. And the next protocol was the toilets. They were absolutely horrendous. And uh, there was more leakage than anything else that wasn't good. I put in for a, a small lottery grant just for the toilets. So it was the male, female and disabled to be replaced and refurbished. And having never, ever done a grant application before, I got to like something like four or five steps in. Yeah. And she said, well, what do you see for the centre? And I says, well, it's like a bottomless pit. Like the kitchen was ruined. It was wooden windows. Half the glass was missing. There was just so many things. We needed a new fire panel. The, the list just went on and on. And she said, why are you applying for a small grant? And I was like, well, just start at the top of the list and work my way down. She was like, no, no, no. Go back to the beginning and start again and apply for a big one. I was like, no, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So we did, and it was just unreal because we actually got it. So this to-do list, the whole top of the list was done in one grant. It was just amazing. And then obviously Tracy helped us from there. So it was 33% of what we'd already get. So we're getting like 108,000. So it meant that we could do everything else that was on the list. So we had internal refurbishment of the hallway, 
So there was plastering, internal doors, the new fire panel, painting, carpets. It was just, I can't tell you, it was just like a dream. Because of COVID, it worked really weird because the work was due to start as COVID hit. So a lot of the companies that would instruct us had lost a lot of domestic work because obviously they weren't able to get into houses. But because the centre is so big and there was, in effect, four different zones, were able to still provide all these local contractors with work because they were able to get in like a COVID secure area where it was just them. So the work actually continued during COVID. At that point, my salon closed. So I was able to divert 100% of my time along to the centre. So I ended up being a bit of the barrow boy and clearing out rubbish and stuff and filling skips, which really wasn't in the plan, but it did make a difference. But then my dad set to and did a lot of work as well, like volunteered, because obviously he was in his own little section. So we got quite a bit more work done than we had originally planned. It was weird because we were doing all this positive stuff, but we didn't know how it was going to work in the long term and whether we were really wasting more time if if I'm totally honest because nobody at that point knew what the future held for anybody so all this work was going on and this centre was evolving and it was changing completely and nobody had seen it so then as the skip started arriving the contractors started arriving when everybody was going out for an hour's walk they were diverting past the centre to see what was going on and get a little update each day so it was lovely so even in such a negative point everybody had this positive that they were able to see that things were happening and that it was all coming true and and it was it was just a lovely lovely moment for the community because in the middle of all the negativity there was this positive thing going on in the background when covid lifted and we were starting to be able to get these groups back in they were just blown away by the transformation that had took place it was just honestly it's been beautiful we also spoke to tracy emery community development officer at durham community action about our support and involvement with the centre and its next steps. So Tracy, how have we helped Dipton Jubilee Centre? So we've worked with the trustees of Dipton for several years and built up a strong relationship. For me, this started in early 2020 when the group got in touch, having seen um, some information about a village hall improvement grant, which ACRE were promoting. ACRE stands for the Action for Communities in Rural England, which is a national network that Durham Community Action is a member of, and we were promoting the fund. So through over the next few months, I supported the group to get nearly £30,000 of the funding, which helped kickstart the village hall's refurbishment up in Dipton. I know the colleagues have also offered advice and support over the years, particularly in the early days of the new committee, when they were dealing with the potential closure of the building and the charity was actually in debt. Advice and support was offered there to help with that situation, which they've managed to come out of and progress really, really well. And what ongoing support will we continue to offer? So we'll continue to be a source of advice and support as they continue to move forward with the development of the centre because there's still more to do. It's a massive building with much more investment needed. But we also make sure that they keep informed with all of our events, funding events, training opportunities. We do that via our regular mailings, through our newsletter, etc. But I think as well, we'll also from time to time suggest specific things to them that they might find useful. For example, recently we got in touch with them and said we've got a community building support fund, which they were able to secure £500 worth of grant, which is helping them to maintain high standards of cleanliness in the building around the COVID safe standards that we've all been used to. Other things that we've put forward is Hallmark Quality Mark, which is um, for the trustees to be able to demonstrate best practice in how they actually operate and run the building. It's a nice thing to share with the community that the building is not only lovely and refurbished, but that it's well run by the trustees that are responsible for it. 
going forward as well will help them to source funding as and when they need it for specific projects. But I think overall, just be that voice of reassurance and support as and when they need us and that they know we're here.